It's that time again, Sal. What's up, Rad Dads? Welcome back to another episode of the Rad Dads Podcast, hosted by none other than the two raddest dads on the East Coast. What's up, Rob? What's going on, Sal? How have you been? Oh, I've been peachy, my friend. Just peachy. That's amazing. Yes, we are how many weeks into the new year? Three? Three? Two weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. Dude, I can't believe how mild it is. This yeah, is it's kind of disappointing for a skier like myself. 45 degrees today. I was like, wow, this is great. Today we're going to talk about middle school drama. Middle school drama and heartthrobs. What to do. Heartthrobs. What to do, Rob. What to do. So is heartthrobs just in middle school, or are we going to include the... the uh... Well, I only got middle school kids, so... Okay, so there you go. Do you have middle school kids? Oh, no, uh... They have one. You have one. That's the great. other one's not in middle not school. Not in middle school yet. Any middle heart- school kid doesn't even know, doesn't <laughs> care. <laughs> any any heartthrobs in elementary school? Oh, there is, but <laughs> that's a much it's a much funnier conversation. <laughs> so maybe we should start off with that one. <laughs> I mean, it's, let's bring some comedic. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I had a child come home the the other day telling me he was. He has a crush on a girl in school, and they were holding hands. And I was oh, like, "Oh, look at that!" I was like, "Here we go. You're gonna be the one, aren't you? Did they you skip gonna be the one to my Lou, my darling? No, <laughs> but it was very interesting. And I was like, "Well, what about this girl? He talks about tons of girls." And he's like, "Well, they don't hold my hand." And I was like, "Oh God! Wow!" It's like, "Well, that's gonna be very interesting." The Italian stallion, huh? Yeah, that uh, it was. It was funny. It was cute. Like it was like my older one never did anything like that. So it was it was definitely very uh, cute. And uh, he's like, I really like her. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's, oh boy, that's nice. When is the uh, conversation of the birds and the bees coming? Yeah, we had that with the older <laughs> one already. So that's that's a whole. I mean, you have to have it. I feel like I I feel I think we talked about this maybe in like season one or season two. But I but I feel like you have to at such an early age. You have to have that conversation with the kids, even though, you know, m- my oldest isn't even a teenager yet. I still feel like I have to have that conversation with him just in case, because the kids in his grade, I'm sure have said stuff. I'm sure that they're getting exposure to stuff. I don't want them to see. And a hundred percent. Look, I, I, I was of the mindset still am that I prefer my kids hear it from me. And not from their friends in school. Yeah, I agree. I want to give them the definition. So so we had a night. We were, <laughs> happened at the kitchen table, uh, dining room table. I gave them all the slang terms. I gave them the 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 uh, scientific term and the slang term. You had to see the looks on their faces. They were trying to process everything. Crazy. And, and they're like, what does that mean? So, yeah, it, it was it was def, definitely worth having the conversation with your daughter, with your son, just so they know and they are not curious. So I, so I want to take you through. So I just Googled or I didn't Google. I um, chatted chat G P T. And some examples of middle school drama include gossip rumors spreading among students, cliques and social groups that exclude certain students, which we both know. Yes. Uh, bullying and harassment. Yes. Which we both know. 
uh, conflict and competition between classmates, which we both are aware of. Um, I think it's, I think some parts is healthy, some parts is not. Um, and it depends on how the, how serious the competition gets and how serious the kids take it because it could turn sour really quick. Uh, romantic relationships that cause tension among friends. Romantic relationships. We, and that's what we're going to key in on, but then pressure to fit in and being accepted by peers. I think this middle school starts that awareness. Pressure to fit in. What was be, that? Be accepted and by be peers. Be accepted by peers. So... I I know I, I know this one girl that she tries like hell to fit in and impress this other girl almost to the point where she wears this girl as a hat so it's like you know it's crazy uh, I mean you you know we we were talking about middle school drama it it is a thing it is live and it you know what it is dangerous and if you don't talk to your child and 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 warn your child about it it will consume their lives because if they're trying to fit in if they're trying to make friends you know that, that this age is is hard in itself because you know they're establishing friends they're new groups of friends new cliques of friends this person doesn't like that person. Oh, if that person doesn't like this person, but I'm friends with them, what do I do? It's it's crazy. I tell my girls all the time. I said, if somebody comes up to you and tells you, hey, guess what I found out? So-and-so did this or so-and-so is that. And, oh, my God, she stuck her finger in her nose and, and sucked on her thumb. It's like you turn around to that person and say, okay, thank you. And leave it at that. I said, because if then you start the game of telephone and go and tell somebody else what this person just told you, that is middle school. That's a definition of middle school drama. That's rumors. If somebody is going to confide in you and someone wants to lean on your shoulder because they're having an issue, whether it's in school or home or something happened or they have a, a boy crush. They are confiding in you. They're trusting you. They're giving you that information in hopes that you don't go share it. So it stops with you. I said, but if someone you're talking to is, is talking trash about one of your friends, I expect you to stick up for, that, for your friend and say, listen, why don't you talk about that person when they're standing next to you or while they're in front of you. I said, if you're going to talk, tell, I told him, if, if, tell your friend, if they're going to talk trash, I don't want to hear it. Agreed. Because that is the root of all arguments, fights, in, 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 every, in, in everyday life is, is rumors. You know, oh, I heard this or I heard that person doesn't like me and, uh, you know, Stop! 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 Pussyfooting around the whole situation. If I tell my kids, if you want to know something, and if you heard that somebody said something, I said I want you to go to that person that supposedly said that. Say, hey, did you say? Confront them. Write to them. Write to. You want to hear from the horse's mouth. You don't want to hear from the fifth person that heard it, because that 
but it's like a game of telephone. By the time it gets to that fifth person, that story changed seven times, even maybe ten times. I said, you want to know something, you go to the horse's mouth. But, yeah, middle school drama, man, it, it, it's alive. It's dangerous. You, you need to prepare your kids for that. You need to, to, to make them aware. You know, even sitting with friends with lunch, at lunch and stuff, it's, it's, it's bananas. Really? Why? I, I'm curious because I have a boy and he doesn't really open up. Really? I mean, I get here some stuff, but not all of it. So I, one, of my, one of my girls, they, uh, she saw a, a, a fellow classmate sitting all alone for days for lunch. So she left her group of friends to go sit with this girl. They started talking, messaging each other, and she started eating lunch with her on a daily basis because she felt bad that she was eating lunch by herself. She she stabbed her in the back. Really? Yeah. So my daughter, because my, my daughter confronted her about yeah. something that she heard somebody said. So she I took she went right to the horse's mouth. So this girl was upset that my daughter asked her. So my daughter said, Well, we're friends. Shouldn't I be able to ask you? So that was it. Good riddance. And that's I, what you get for being such a nice person. And that's what I told my daughter. I said, see what happens when you're nice? But said, one of the things... You always got to keep your guard up. Definitely. But mid- middle school can definitely be a challenging time for, for many students. And as they navigate the social and emotional cha- changes that come with adolescence, right? One of the most common issues that students face during this time is drama. And, and that's kinda, not the drama club. That's not the drama club. That's what we kind of laid out. And it goes from... And listen... As much as people are aware of bullying and, and everything else, it still happens. I've still been on calls with other parents of, hey, you know, and, and people don't want to believe it because they don't agree that it's even if you pick on them or you say you're better than them or you put people down, that's not bullying to some people. Whereas for me, if it was your kid, it would be bullying. But once it's your kid who's the aggressor, it's a different ball game. Of course. Yeah. And listen, if my kid, if, if a parent came to me and told me my kid was doing that, there would be a very, very quick conversation that happened in my house. 100%. And it wouldn't, it, it would not fly. And I just think some parents and, and, you know, some, even some teachers just don't feel that, you know, being the aggressor or saying, you know, saying certain things is okay, is, is okay to a lot of people. Because when we grew up, that wasn't considered bullying. No. And it wasn't, and it was okay. It was boys being boys. And, and honestly, I've heard that, term many a times is like that's boys being poised i even say it in my house like that's just boys being like my kids beat the crap out of each other i'm like that's boys being right but that i've heard that term as well but uh, i don't use it in my house but yeah (laughs) (laughs) sal says it to himself well that's me being me (laughs) no it's me and the dogs me and the boy dogs um but but you can use that to an extent you know, certain things, it's not boys being boys. No, There's, I I agree. I just, I listen, I, I don't think at 11, 12, anybody's superior than anybody. There's definitely more, like, better athletes. There's better, you know, kids in school, better, you know, um, uh, musical, you know, attuned kids. My kids are not musically attuned at all. But, you know, that that's there. It's, there's just natural talents. But... At the same point, kids need to understand that 
you know, you don't say certain things. You don't talk about certain things. And if you do, you have to be very open about it. You don't put people down. And, and I think where we came from when we grew up, it was okay. And listen, there's a lot about like, Hey, are we as a society kind softening up our, our kids? Maybe a little bit. It's, you know, it's, it's, I'm sure a conversation that a lot of people would have, but at the same point in today's society, there's a lot of scrutiny around mental awareness, mental health, and the impact that some of these things have on people throughout their lives. Right. So I I don't know. For me, I I think some of this drama is, is it's important to identify and for these kids to be able to navigate because they, you know, for them, they have to figure out, it's not something we could teach them or, you know, we try to teach them, but for your, for our kids, they have to learn how to almost, I, the best term I can think of is shed a block. So in football, when you go to make a tackle, you shed the block and you tackle the running back or whoever has the ball. It's like that. Let shit flow off of you. Right. And but, do what you need to do. Right. And if people don't like it, punch them in the mouth. I don't know. Or, I throw, got or throw punch. <laughs> or throw punch. <laughs> I mean, that's... But, you got to stand up for yourself too. So there's a matter of time when you t- take shit. Yeah. And then my whole point to some people I've talked to is it's only a matter of time until the other kid lashes out. And now they're the bad guy because your kid was doing all this shit. Right. So, so listen, and I know from experience, the moment you stand up for yourself is the moment you'll know who your friends are. Exactly. Because if you stand up for yourself and you tell them whatever they were doing, enough is enough, you'll know who your friends are. If they were truly your friends, it won't be an issue. But if they yeah. stop talking to you, or they, 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 when you walk by, they point and, and whisper, they ain't your friends. Yeah, I agree. And you mentioned before something about being the aggressor and, and, and bullying. There are a lot of parents that are blind to the fact that their child is the aggressor. Yeah. They're blind to the fact that, oh, not my child. My child would never do that. Yeah. Like, if, if, a, if something happens at school, bad grade or, or whatever, some parents, their first reaction, march down to the school and yell at the teacher. That's crazy. For me, it's like, where my kid, like, <laughs> me and my wife are the same way. We will contact the teacher, but we'll say, what is he not doing? Because right. we know, like, listen, our kids aren't angels. I don't know. That, that's just my opinion. Like, I was a little shit when I was a kid. So but, I know my kid's not far from the tree. But th- you're involved. Yeah. You, uh, you know your child. You know your child's capabilities. You're not. So, so there's, there's. Involved. Does make me broke with all the promises I keep making? <laughs> <laughs> but listen, there's parents that are involved. And there's just parents that are not involved. The parents that are not involved in their kids' lives are the ones marching down to the school and saying and yelling at the teacher. Yeah. And not understanding that their child is an issue. Their child has a problem. It's important for middle schoolers to learn how to manage and cope with drama in a healthy way and figure out how to navigate that that ecosystem of Middle school, because when you come to high school, it's very similar, just a little bit more adolescent and sure. younger, and there's more demands. Because now once you're in high school, those those grades actually really matter. Like, middle school matter, but high school is the one that 
that paved your way for college. But when you, so I think middle school prepares you for college. It might get a little easy. Oh no, I'm sorry. Middle school prepares you for high school. It might get a little easier in high school with the drama because you're a lot more mature. You know who the, the, uh, wash women are, you know, you know who the, 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 the rumor mills, you know, who starts the rumors. True. So, so, you know, those people to stay away from. Yes. And one thing that, that I do want to, um, call out here, it's important for parents to pay attention to the middle school students to help them develop the resiliency and social skills they need to, uh, develop as, as young adults and understand how to navigate these, these, uh, difficult years, not only middle school, but high school. And really, you know, it, we always touch on men's mental health specifically because we feel it's neglected, but for your child, it's also their mental health. There's so much suicide and depression and, um, there's, you know, self-harming that happens in, in these adolescents that you want to be very aware of what's going on with your child so that if you do see something, if you see a change in behavior, you kind you go up to them and, and you don't let them real, you don't let them uh, turtle. You don't let them hide behind whatever they're doing. You pull out and you figure out what what is the issue. Because if you don't, something worse or something catastrophic could happen, and and you don't want to kind of turn a blind eye to it because you may be regretting that in the in the near future. So there are some parents where they say, "Oh, my kids in middle school. I'll let them figure out. They're, they they got to mature. They got to they got to build thick skin, and they want to take a step back." It, it, they should actually take two steps forward and be more involved, be more alert, ask more questions as to what they're doing during the day, who they're sitting with at lunch. And, and, and you got to kind of pull it out of them. So I, I tell my kids, don't be afraid to tell me what happened at school. Yeah. So like, do I like, I heard there was a, uh, uh, somebody told me that there was a fight uh, amongst some girls. I don't want to say, it wasn't fisticuffs. It was just a, a verbal argument. Um, so I asked my daughter, I said, hey, I heard there was a, there was a fight in the, in the lunchroom. She's like, a fight? What are you talking about? I said, two girls talking about somebody didn't invite somebody for a party or something, and they actually hung out separately and didn't invite the rest of the crew. She goes, I mean, she's like, it wasn't a fight. They were just talking i said i heard more people started gathering she's like i don't know who you heard that from but that's not you know and then and then she went on with what happened i said oh so that wasn't a fight so i heard it from someone that was spreading rumors (laughs) 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 but i i wanted i wanted to know what happened yeah i i I haven't heard that there's been any fights in in at least our middle school i'm sure there will be at some point but it is what it is so, all right, on to our favorite part yeah. of the episode, especially because we are three horror classes in. <laughs> so tonight, Rob, we are we are tasting Cooper's daughter, Black Walnut b- 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 Bourbon. It's actually uh, a rather interesting bottle. So whiskey finished in black walnut syrup barrels, alcohol classification, bourbon whiskey. Distillery is Old York Farm in New York. It is uh, 80 proof, 40% alcohol by volume. Age is undisclosed. 
filtration. This shit is unfiltered. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely unfiltered. They, uh, they, that, they, they skipped that step. They, <laughs> they went right from fermentation to, <laughs> to bottling. Uh, and I'll get to, to that in a, in a bit. Uh, batch size, it's small bash, ma- uh, small bash. Uh, batch size is small, mash bill is undisclosed, awards zero. Color. Rob, what do you think the color is, Rob? Is that amber? Is that gold? It's that. Uh, it's uh, cloudy. <laughs> cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Yeah, it's a cloudy day with a chance of meatballs. If you look at the lower <laughs> portion of this bottle, it's very light. Look at the upper portion; it's very dark. So I'm going with cloudy. Yeah, cloudy is a color. Price point anywhere is between forty three and sixty nine dollars. If you are up at the sixty nine dollar point, you may want to reconsider. But if you really want to try it after listening to this uh, review, go ahead and buy it. Um, so I'm going to give you a little history behind the Cooper's Daughter. Uh, bourbon aged in their own American white oak barrels and finished in a second barrel that was used to store black walnut syrup tapped from trees at the distillery and the surrounding groves. This rare nutty syrup creates... An irresistibly smooth and slightly sweet bourbon. Slightly sweet? Uh, that's a little understatement. Uh, makes for a great fireside sipper. I'm going to have to agree there. So Cooper's Daughter Spirits is a woman-owned and family-operated distillery, Cooperage, and Apple Orchard. The name of the distil- distillery tells the story of a father and daughter who combine their passions to create business to create a business together. Stuart Newson. Pat Stuart Newsom's passion is history, and he had a 42-year career in historic restoration. His daughter, Sophie Newsom's passion is the farm-to-table movement. When choosing a location for the distillery, the Newsom family chose the fertile Hudson Valley region so that they can be close to the farms when farmers who inspired each of their spirits. The Newsoms also chose to set up shop on a property that is part of the National Register of Historic Places with two barns circa 1805 and 1790 that were in need of rehabilitation. The property is part of the historic Jacob Rustin Van Rensselaer House and Mill Complex. Rensselaer also had his own distillery and cooperage in the 1800s, Today, the distillery and cooperage are located in the former carriage house along the Claverick Creek, 10 minutes from the city of Hudson. Local grain, fruit, and botanicals and tree syrups are the foundation for this distillery seasoned batch spirits. Can you cut that out, Rob? Uh, Barrels are handmade on site and are used to age bourbon and whiskey. On weekends, the distillery is open for drinks, food, truck pop-ups, truck pop-ups, and Cocktail Garden. The Apple Orchard Orchard is located in Red Hook, New York, which is formerly known as Stages, Stages Farm. They established the farm 50 years ago and is currently under rehabilitation. So that is the... Uh, um, oh, so they're using the apples from the uh, Apple Orchard to make Cooper's Daughter Vodka. That was pretty interesting. Interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Nose and aroma, apricots, caramel, and walnuts. Tasting notes. It is sweet up front, but it mellows out. 
finish. The flavor lingers. I mean, slight, slight burn, nothing crazy. Uh, definitely fruity. Uh, overall, bourbon's cloudy. Has some particles floating around in the bottle, which, which I, I find odd. I, I don't know. I've never seen that before. They make no mention on on the uh, their website about you know being cloudy and having particles in the bottle. Uh, I mean, could this be a bad batch or or that's just the bottle? I think it's just the bottle. It, I've never even seen this before, so I'm very curious. I, I, I mean, this would be a nice after dinner drink. Yeah, I mean, it's only 80 proof. Yeah, so it's, it's, not, it's, it's not bad. No, not bad at all. Sugar might get you in the morning if you have too much of it. That's true, too. I didn't think about that. Uh, overall, man, I, I'm going to say I, I, I enjoy, I'm enjoying it. I, I think it's rather tasty. I think so, too. I think it's It's a, not harsh. It's not, you know, it's not. I mean, we've had maple. maple. Oh, bourbon. my God. Do you remember that? That was horrible. We couldn't even fucking. Couldn't even drink it. Oh, yeah. I, I use that for uh, old fashions. I mean, that makes sense. Me using it for old fashions makes I sense. I put a splash in old fashions with that, but oh, my God, dude, that was horrible. Yeah. Like, that, we, we've had maple bourbon before. I'm not going to like it. Should we just knob creek? Yeah, it was knob creek. Oh, my God. It's very, very sweet. If you're a maple syrup person, go buy it and yeah. try it. But, oh, my I we no. No, not not for a bourbon or, or so. This this is totally different, and and it's actually drinkable and rather delicious. So, I mean, I'm going to give it a six five, Rob. Six five. Wow, really? Yeah. So I think that the taste is incredible. I think the aroma is a little bit lacking for me, even in the dry glass. So I'm going to go with three on on taste. Actually, I I, I like it. I think the aroma is a one. So yeah, four, and then um. I think the finish is, is nice and smooth. Yes. I'll go, with, I'll go a, a two and a half there. So I'm going to go with six and a half. Well, look at you. Yeah. On oh, my coattails. 6.5. Oh, yeah. 6.5. Right. It's Listen, it's not a shelf, shelf staple, but. You still haven't perfected that, huh? But. <laughs> I made sure to say it slowly. <laughs> but. It is it's on the brink. It really is because it's it's a nice mellow. I'm gonna say this is definitely a after dinner yeah. beverage. It's if nice. If you're one with a sweet tooth and want and look and you don't want to add the calories with uh, ice cream or any of that stuff, I would say go grab a bottle of Cooper's Daughter. Uh, definitely um, interesting. Never had it before, and and I enjoy it. So go out and buy yourself a bottle of Cooper's Daughter. And if you're in the New York area. Why don't you go uh, pay them a visit? That means it's the end of the episode. Thank you for joining. And come again. That wraps up episode two of season four. Tune in next time for an interview, most likely. Yeah.